And good morning. It's Sunday, the 15th of April. This is the big kickoff. Good morning and welcome to the big kickoff here on Sunday the 15th of April. It's 8.01. Welcome everybody. I had a poor old rising bits today. Aww. He's in Legoland. Boom, boom. <laughs> I'm here all week. But uh, yeah, he's off with the family. Uh, putting in some quality family time. By all accounts, he's having a great old time. Gone to Chessington and all the, oh, very all nice. the rigmaroles and stuff out there in London. Good, so I yeah. uh, hope he's, he's having a good time. And if he's having a good time, that means he's not up listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> so today I have our usual resident uh, rugby and all. Round BS artist uh, Dar Shields in with us this morning. Morning, morning, morning. How are you? And uh, obviously we have our resident uh, American. <laughs> we just leave it at that, will we? Yeah. Official <laughs> Yankee show. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Price in with us. Ho- hope we're all well, gentlemen. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, just one quick mention because uh, I didn't watch the whole lot of it, but did anyone watch The Magician and Britain's Got Talent last night? Because everyone's going to be talking about it today. No. And re- yeah. If you didn't, fo- if you don't find it emotional when you eventually see it, because it will be shared so many times. If you don't find it emotional, you're dead inside. Like, let's just say it was a two-year trick, and he used this child who came through tough circumstances along with his wife, and she made it. But different parts of the trick were recorded oh, over the year God. or two, oh, and they all had different elements to four judges, and it was all bang on the money. And the two boys, Ant and Deck, who Ant somehow. Managed to break out of rehab and do it, even though, well, listen, it was recorded six months ago. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, they gave him the golden buzzer. But uh, yeah, you'll see it. It's, it's, it's good. Thank, yeah. thank God he got the golden buzzer because he's got to come up with another <laughs> another trick yeah, what's your next in the trick? next six months. The <laughs> 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 next trick is due in around 2021. But uh, yeah, don't, and anyone who's listening, yeah, you'll see it soon enough. It's going to be shared so many times. But it, it's very cool and it tugs on the heartstrings, a bit of everything, and it's not the, the stereotypical stuff. But I didn't see the whole lot, but uh, yeah, the usual. Fogo, you grip onto certain styles of Saturday night TV that I gave up when I was about seven or eight which I say open heartedly so what do you do no, on Saturday night then? I don't know I watched Wrestlemania last weekend <laughs> actually let's start with Wrestlemania cause yeah because Shannon's it, not here and we can talk about real sport sports entertainment look it's all entertainment that's why we watch it inform me how did Ronda Rousey get on? Uh, pretty good did she win? Oh, of course she won. Well, of course uh, she won. It was her and Kurt Angle against... Uh, Triple H and yeah. Stephanie McMahon. So the, the bosses against the Olympians. Right. Um, yeah, pretty decent debut for... Um, Kurt Angle looks like a broken man and kind of worked his way through it. But uh, the I think the only thing that was a little bit disappointed was the amount of times that her armbar was blocked because you're kind of looking at it going, yeah, yeah. realistic, come on. How many real fighters have like had shoulders dislocated and elbows hyperextended because of this? And you know, someone who's and who won the big fight? Uh, Brock Lesnar retained oh, his. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, but they've got some. There's a massive one coming up. He's gone back over to the UFC, though, isn't he? No, he's, oh, he's re- not. Well, he's he would be a lot back now, would he? He, oh, he would be. But he, what he'll have to do is, and he may have already done it, is he has to unretire from the UFC. 
because he retired officially. Uh-huh. So he'll have to unretire, which he may have already done, so he can see out the rest of his drug ban. Because the time yeah. he fought Mark Hunt, he was steroided up to the well, well pronounced. Well, no, no, it's it's just proven he was charged. Uh, no, I'm just saying, well pronounced on Mark Hunt. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think it's in his contract as well. He has to stop taking steroids too before he can go back to the UFC. Yeah, um, for he forgot the last time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But then, but anyway, he, we'll come back to that in a minute because uh, I'm, I'm sure Roy's probably listening. Going, you haven't gone to your song yet. Okay, okay. So anyway, we're going to start with Irish as we always do, and this is Jailbreak by Tim Lizzie. <laughs> have good old Tin Lizzie to start us off with Jailbreak and we were sort of <laughs> waffling away there going jeez this is great <laughs> but uh, yeah welcome back here to the Big Kick Alpha 96.4 you can find us on 0870627138 uh, or on Twitter at Liffy Sound FM or our own uh, at the Big Kick Alpha 96.4 or on Facebook and all the usual shenanigans but uh, coming up uh, in the show today we have obviously with Nick in a lot kicking off with the baseball season coming up and then of course the playoffs in both basketball and hockey yep. so we're going to go through them kind of throughout the <clears throat> excuse me throughout the, the next couple of hours and then one of our little uh, features today we're going to do is kind of like politically charged sports with uh, obviously Trump and uh, Putin and a few of them starting to show off their muscles again we were thinking right Russia, Russia World Cup there's going to be some fun and frolics and propagandas and stuff so we, we, we took a look back over the last hundred years and more, and more to see uh, kind of some fun stuff and it's not the stereotypical football stuff there's a bit of everything in, and there's even a sport that I still don't know what it is and we're going to try and find out what it is in the next two hours but uh, we'll come to that a little later on but we're going to kick off I suppose as I, anyone's listened before I kind of mention it and then move it on quite quick but it's might as well start with it but Alding, uh, Stuart Alding and Paddy Jackson's have had their contracts revoked yesterday so, big decision big decision but yeah. I'll kind of it's going to happen like it yeah like I'm going to reiterate kind of what I said with, with Roy there a couple of weeks ago it, mm. on the pure business sense they kind of had to shift them whether they believed them or not or okay. whether they it's the court of public opinion's already yeah, it, yeah exactly it's, it's who bad cares for the team regardless like, who yeah. cares it's just if we put them back it's just going to create yeah. stuff that the rest of the team don't want to know it could really hit them hard and rugby there's money in rugby but at the same time if they're not filling out the Kingspan They'll probably feel it in the pocket, I presume. Well, their numbers have been down already this year. They're down on average 3,000 seats. Would that have a knock-on effect of it? Or just... Uh, Could have been been a bit of both. Yeah. You know what I mean? There has been unrest up there for the last couple of years. Like, you've gone through two coaches. You've gone through uh, players leaving... Uh, they lost the likes of Pina, who would have been a... Yeah, he was massive. A a massive... uh, But even from uh, from a player's point of view, he was a very maturing influence. Yeah. You know that kind of way. He, yeah. he, he he was a good bit older. He'd been around the world. He'd played at the highest level. Still was playing at the highest level, um, and was a very kind of calming influence. And you lose him, then you kind of lost one of your biggest leaders. You're looking at other people to step up, and then you've got issues with you know all the off the field stuff. There's there's definitely more at play up there, I think, than just was that like, court case. Um, I know you wouldn't be right in the smack middle of all that, but you might know guys who will be linked with one or two but was there a general feeling that people knew they were going to be moved along or yeah well I think I think once it came down to um, 
when the court case came in, it was the backlash then after it, which had stayed away from the verdict. Yeah. All of the recent stuff hasn't like been the about WhatsApp the messages and everything that came out. Do you think messages. it's more that that's kind of created? That, yeah, yeah. And uh, you can see, you can see the turmoil it was causing there the other day up on um, the BBC or BBC Northern Ireland were outside the ground and there was a massive protest about um, yeah. misogyny and rugby and yeah. this that and the other. Yeah, and you could see people coming into the stadium, men and women who were also supporters who didn't appreciate you know the sentiment they just wanted to go and enjoy their rugby match and this that and the other and from their point of view even if they wanted to keep um jackson and holding on they're obviously not going to be turning up to rugby matches if they have to walk past a couple of hundred people you know uh, shouting and waving banners and all that kind of stuff. And obviously so. that's when the money men kick in and went, right, Absolutely. the easiest thing to do is just move on, lads. That's it. Would they get a job anywhere? Oh, absolutely. They will? Yeah. There's already how far, how far afield will they have to uh, go for I would say anywhere between England or France. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They, would. yeah. they wouldn't have to go that far? I wouldn't think so. Hmm. I wouldn't think so. Really? Like, how many international tens come up for contract just in the rugby sense Paddy Jackson is a decent player like uh, as, yeah. uh, as which as much we all know Stuart Olling I'm going to be honest don't know much of I think he's had a cap or two but is uh, he he's had a fair few is he Yeah, but he, he's a decent he's, player yeah, as well like he's, he's kind of obviously close to double figures I would have thought yeah, maybe yeah. 10 or 11 caps that's off the top of my head now it could be wrong so potentially they wouldn't only, only have to go as far as England or France I would think so uh, that, that, that was a rumour floating around the last week or two now that there's already clubs that were waiting to see what happened interesting and obviously then they can they can come in with a bit of a knockdown price for you know the player that they get, um, and even as close as England, that wouldn't have been national news for everyone. No, the same way it was no, here. No, like I guess. in the rugby, in rugby circles. Yeah, in done. rugby circles, as you say, you're dead right there. Rugby circles, I'm sure everyone knows about it. But yeah, in England, now obviously it will create a bit of news if they do get signed, yeah. and yeah. no doubt whatever club will have to deal with it. A bit like Chet Evans with the he he was convicted of rape and was jailed for a couple of years, and he yeah. came out, he served his time, and then one or two clubs went to sign him in the last couple of years but literally he'd train with them for a day or two and there'd be just uproar and he'd have to get moved on yeah. whatever that's a different story but it could be something similar now they could end up joining a, a premiership side and it could be it could be it kind of depends this and again open. this is how social media has come in to influence so much of this sort of stuff it depends if they are allowed to kind of move on and yeah. kind of get past it like yeah, you said with Willie John Evans it was a Willie John McRoy came, came out and said he should let them let them play. Yeah, I think there were, there's been a good few people have kind of come out and said it. Generally, people who still aren't at a point where they can either make or lose money off it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's easy for people to have an opinion on it when their livelihood or their you know their public opinion isn't going to be swayed too much. Yeah, so you get some of the older lads to stand by it. But um, I think what you're starting to see is when when they go abroad, or if on the presumption they'll go abroad to play. Um, you could see the PR machine for whatever club they sign for will turn around and say, look, these guys were, they said some stuff on yeah. WhatsApp that was yeah. not acceptable. They've apologized. They're looking for a fresh start. Yeah. We want to give them a fresh start. Yeah. All the other stuff, you know, whether people have an opinion on it or not, they were found not guilty. So yeah. you could see how a club could play that forward, especially yeah. when there isn't that much of a... a it hasn't been publicised as Nick was saying over in other yeah, countries sure, like sure. it was massive here it's probably the biggest trial here in the last 20-30 years if no longer but it, it, yeah, yeah. it did make me think of that just in <laughs> yeah. terms of the coverage of wow it is like every day yeah. every single day every day there was an excerpt yeah. but I suppose Eddie O'Sullivan 
was quoted yesterday and it was this very shortened version of his quote and it, it's probably bang on the money and obviously I'll talk about it a little bit just in case anyone jumps on it because you know you're afraid to say it yeah. but as he says it was a sad, it's a sad day but the right decision yeah. you know, I presume he's meaning sad day it's a sad day for rugby but the, the fact that it's been brought through the mud and the whole I don't think he's saying it's a sad day because the two boys can't play rugby or anything like that yeah. but uh, I suppose that cap- encapsulates it in a nutshell yeah but again as I said it'll be a case of are, are there groups or certain people who want to hound those guys now and make sure they yeah. don't have a career yeah because you can do you know what I mean it's very easy to follow people internationally now and kick up enough uh, yeah really make them work hard for it to yeah, you see it a yeah. lot with celebrity types or whoever yeah, you know, yeah. they think of a Chris but that's Brown exactly what they are that exactly. constantly reminded of that yeah. Yeah. yeah and I think they should be brought through the mire if they are going to play and PR stuff non-stop and you have yeah. to face this music and not just hide away and play rugby you're going to have to face this you're going to have to do stuff in whatever communities you're in yeah, yeah. Mm. and bloody earn your right to come back yeah. yeah, it's like John Flanagan we, we touched on it he got pushed away from Liverpool at Christmas on the, on the quiet because he basically bet up his girlfriend out on the streets around Christmas time and there was talk that they were going to help him this and the other but then literally transfer deadline day he's gone out on loan and they'll probably just get rid of him but I yeah. would have had him in front of the TV and made an embarrassment and mm. brought yeah. him to whatever battered wives uh, charities or anything for yeah. domestic abuse all over and had him on the TV and faced this for weeks and months on end mm. to let him know what he did and who cares whether people want him to come back or not but you're going to whether you go to jail or not you're going to bloody regret what you did again though you're going on people that have been convicted of stuff yeah, I know. So that's where, and that's where that's no, but where maybe in the whole to... WhatsApp side of things and how, yeah, how yeah, they yeah, talk. Yeah, maybe definitely. that's where they need to yeah, come in and maybe that's a respect campaign. That, yeah, yeah. That, I think that'd be a great idea. Yeah, but they yeah. should be made do it instead of like just bury them, stay out in the train, bit, just play and just disappear. Yeah, they should be made brought out in front of it and really hammer it home for a while and say, yeah, do you remember all this? Grand National. Anyone watch it yesterday? Doesn't mean nothing to you, Nick, does it? Would you've even known about it back in the uh, over stateside? Obviously, the big the big horse races over there, but none of the. Maybe would have heard of it. And I don't know. So, is it the biggest race in the world? Did they lie to us all these years? Probably. <laughs> you know what I mean. It's Everybody it. knows that. Anybody that has any interest in betting never actually puts a bet on the Grand National. Yeah. Well, the only reason I'm bringing it up is the first time in <coughs> since whenever I actually had the winner. Oh, is it? And I had yeah. toured. I was so happy. Oh, congrats! Because I usually yeah, spread it across about five or six horses and get absolutely nowhere. And then the wife said, uh, "Like, was it two or three years ago? Jackie picked one that sounds a bit like a wine, and it won. I was disgusted." Um, All I heard, Nick, was Buggo's getting breakfast this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I usually pick one of the kind of the favoured horses because it is a lottery. Like it's, the fences are a lot taller. Like 40 horses go out and usually about 15 make it. And uh, How many finished yesterday? I think it was only 13. Yeah. Now, I think there was a scare at one. Now, don't quote me on this, but I think it made it through, but it didn't look good because they had a... Oh, the blue screen? Defense, yeah, around oh, it. But I, as far as I know, now I could be wrong, Yeah. but as far as I know, it, it came through. Um, but if it hasn't, I'm, I'm, I apologize. I don't is know. That I just what, is that just what they told the kids? No, but I've seen another story an <laughs> hour or two later. That <laughs> Quick, get down the shop and buy another goldfish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, usually back one of the favourite ones, just what, because you should. Yeah. And then back a couple of 40 to one shots because they always come through each way or whatever so yeah I got one of the favourite ones he came through Gordon Elliott again he's the only one who's standing up to Willie Mullins yeah. for the champion trainer and he might actually beat the juggernaut that it is this year yeah. but he got um, the winner um, Michael O'Leary <coughs> oh, Michael O'Leary again yeah. three bars left right his, centre uh, in his brother bought the horse after a race in market raising a three year old uh, uh, Tiger Roll won it by the way Yeah, um, jockeyed by Davy Russell who just buried his mother only a couple of weeks ago so uh, Emotional. An emotional roller. And you could see it in him straight after because there was a photo finish 
So the two oh, of them, nice. he was pointing at the other jockey, the other jockey's pointing at him. Yeah. Basically, it was quite clear. And the other um, pleasant approach, I can't remember, looked dead and buried. And all of a sudden, you couldn't see him. All of a sudden, he's coming back, yeah. like you saying, Bolt. And literally, I'd say, a nose. Um, but he got it, and of course, the whole crowd went up. And you could see everything just, the, the emotion just drained out of him. So it was fascinating to see. But uh, yeah, and then I had Bless the Wings of 40 to 1 who came in and toured. So I was happy days. Ah, very small stuff, but uh, I was chuffed with it. But uh, yeah, it was another good event, good race. Yeah, so it's gonna be tough to watch some some days. Depending on the, the conditions, it can be tough. Like, cause there's yeah. a lot of falls, and you're, it's not just the horses; it's jockeys as well. And especially yeah. if they're at the front, and there's another thirty horses coming, and they just to literally roll up in the field position and hope, yeah, they don't yeah. get trampled on. It, it it can be tough. It's one of them funny races that the whole country will watch. Oh, absolutely! And it shows horse racing at its best, but also at its worst because a lot of them be going, "It's what carnage. the hell is this yeah, cruelty yeah. or whatever it may be." Yeah. But it's been, I think it's what, 1830-something or whatever. That was the, was the first 171st one. one. Yeah, you can do the math, so. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, listen, Tiger all won it. And, uh, yeah, it was a big, big race. But everyone and their mother kind of throws a euro or two, mm-hmm. and it's big spread of 40. And usually close your eyes and put your face, yeah, I'm yeah. going with him. It's one of them type of races. There is no favourite. Yeah. I and usually get a mule that doesn't even get mentioned. <laughs> you know the way they try to mention all 40 It doesn't even make the comment the first kind of... <laughs> two things just because they know everybody's listening now mine never even gets a show well that's it now coming up after the break we have to touch on what was the Champions League uh, should have been a dead rubber week uh, but came to life yeah. again so plenty to talk about coming up after the break sometimes I feel like throw my hands up in the air I know I can count on you sometimes I feel like saying Lord I just don't care but you've got the away there on a piano welcome back here to the big kickoff here in 96.4 you can follow us around the world on tune in radio as well because we're obviously going to go american now soon enough global, but, absolutely. Um, it's a global show yeah <laughs> but listen we have to go to the champions league it's good as dead pretty much almost every fixture coming up to the, exactly yeah and uh three out of four turned out well two and a half because liverpool and city for the first two minutes kind of went uh-oh this is coming alive. Yeah, bit thankfully it didn't as a Liverpool Espe- fan. Especially when the second goal went in, you were like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's, let's go there first, just and okay. get out of the way. Because Liverpool, Man City, I don't really want to talk about it too much because it's all about the other two big games. Yeah. So, in theory, that was a goal, the one that uh, Sané scored. Yes. Because originally, it was like, okay, I don't know it came why. back off Milner. Then it was like, oh, it's offside. Perfect. Grand, yeah. that makes sense. Then afterwards, because I was watching down with a few of the lads, so you don't really hear as much. Yeah, yeah. And then they were like, oh, no, it definitely was a goal. And I was like, well, why? Um, somebody said, oh, maybe it's because he didn't touch it. And I went, but he was trying to touch it. So therefore, he's offside. He's trying yeah. to affect. And then it came out again that it was Milner that knocked it back. Yeah, so what had happened was goalkeeper came out, punched the ball, and made a games yeah. of punching the ball out. He was further off his line than Sané was so yes. there was only one defender back technically so he was in an offside position because the goalkeeper you have exactly to have you, have, you have to have two yeah. people behind you and there was only one defender yeah. I think it was Trent Arnold was yeah. there um, and it looked for all accounts when you see it first yeah. that oh, Fernandinho or whoever it was coming in for yeah. it had got a touch on it and then Sané knocked it in and that was it it was offside yeah. it's only when you watch it back again that you see that it actually comes off Milner's leg yeah. and goes in and then therefore it should have been a goal and therefore that would have changed everything too yeah. at half time it definitely would have been squeaky bum time for the old but again Scousers. 
if you know what I mean, my biggest problem with the Champions League has been, you know, those fourth and fifth. Officials? All the guys standing there with a the, stick and getting probably a couple of grand for it. Yeah. What What do they do? There's a button on it. You know, you can press it and tell the ref something that's happening. But like if they you have, want. they have to be watching something. Get involved. Mm. You know what I mean? There was issues in the. There was a couple of occasions in the the first game. Um, for both sides mm-hmm. where guys had got in and around the fullback yeah yeah and uh, kind of won corners or whatever and it was given as goal kicks in the four or five it. years they've been in they've literally made probably on one hand probably the amount of decisions now somebody can jump on me and say it's wrong but it's mm-hmm. minuscule what they get involved in yeah. it's really like this is a handy number I, I'm here to keep an eye I'm on the line I'm just going to stand here and look busy and yeah. get my few quid and yeah. move on and enjoy the free food and whatever free accommodation yeah. they're going to and move on to the next one it's it's ridiculous and they're full referees because like it's a team yeah, like say yeah. Michael Oliver who we'll get to now in a, in a minute or two yeah. it's the full like I think it was Clattenburg I don't know one of the well known number like a number one ref in the Premier League was like one of them officials as well Yeah. so it's not just it's like Michael Oliver and the two linesmen but then there was two other guys and I think they weren't just other lines, but I think one of them, I can't remember who it was, I was saying. But um, Liverpool got the job done anyway, and all of a sudden, people are starting to fancy them. I oh, know, I know, I don't like that. Which doesn't, and then of course, the, yeah. oh yeah, listen, and the draw's fixed. Did yeah. you hear about that? No. I oh, think, was, was it that morning or, or the day before Roma sent out a fixture list for the, t- for the tickets you can buy over the next while, and Liverpool was one of them well before the draw was made. And it was the exact date, and it was, the fixture it was the home fixture which is second so the exact day for it in the whole mm. and of course everyone's saying yeah it's fixed now and this and now for good or bad for anybody I don't know but yeah. listen it's not that shocking because it probably is who knows and you know what, I don't care it was always, it was always the old thing of the uh, uh, say this politely on a Sunday morning <laughs> the, the trick of the hot balls yeah yeah <laughs> they used to warm the balls when they did the, the, yeah. the lottery draw yeah. so you just put your hand in and you you get the hot one, the or the one that the one that had been left in the freezer for an hour and a half. So who do you reckon had the hottest ball on on on, on Friday? I don't know. <laughs> that, that's the thing. It was like the Italians, the Germans, the English, or oh, have to be the Italians after the, the week they had. <laughs> I don't think I don't think the Italians were too happy at all. But obviously, we have to go first. Well, first uh, the the first the, big topic would be Juve and Real Madrid. That yeah. game done and dusted. There's no way. And Juve put on such a show with a shocking ending for for them. But yeah. between the three of us here, was it Penno? I would, I think so. Yeah, I think he put himself under pressure by yeah. diving in the way. Because I did. don't even think it was necessarily the leg being wrapped around. I think it's the initial push with his yeah. two hands because probably to try and balance himself to get the foot around. I think that's what it was that did yeah. him. Like obviously, look, all the guy had to do was feel a breath of wind and he was going to go down. <clears throat> but that would that would be my way of looking at in it. What, like speaking from watching the game live. You, be the ref for a minute and only watch it one time yeah. we all thought oh shit that's a penal yeah didn't we mm. and so the thing is I think it was the right call my argument on this whole thing to try it for after god knows how many years of slagging refs <laughs> it's always if we're still talking about it whether it is or it isn't a week later having watched it you know what I mean three or four dozen times yes yeah. and we're still kind of going oh well maybe the, then he's completely right to say it is yeah, you know what I mean. Unless yeah. it's a stone wall, he never touched them. Yeah, that's it. You know what I mean. And then as for Buffon, then making a show of himself, the way the way they surrounded him, somebody kind of had to go. Yeah, you and know, if you're the guy who's pushed him twice, he looked like he was the center of it all. Yeah, he done the right. He wasn't thinking, oh, this is his last game. Will it be nice? No, he. Yeah. They're they're surrounding me here. They pushed him back ten yards. Yeah. somebody's got to go. He's the main guy in my face. And that's the way he would have looked at it. Absolutely. Let's face it. So, he was dead right. 
it is what it is Buffon doesn't seem to regret it too much and you know what good luck to him who cares yeah. I completely understand why he did it because he's an Italian so they're emotional people as we all know and they're, they're nice and uh, even keeled when it comes to sport <laughs> usually <laughs> as my nose gets longer that's not a surprising reaction and I have no issue with that like, but at the same time don't be surprised if the ref kind of stands up and goes enough's enough and yeah, puts exactly, up the yeah. red card but you know nearly pulling off <laughs> I just laughed yeah, because of the pull yeah. off what a child uh, a massive upset and one of, arguably one of the biggest upsets around like back Probably. to Deportivo and Milan back in the day like yeah. it was huge like especially Ronaldo and who he is and keeping him quiet for pretty much the 90 odd minutes yeah. and, and it be was it like it was the 97th minute wasn't it yeah literally yeah well, that, well yeah, yeah well, when yeah. it all kicked well, off and of course you know he's not the greatest penalty taker but but that pe- but in that situation yeah. he he loves it he knows the world's watching yeah. and he knew what he was doing and he Jesus he didn't he, just put it in the top corner he buried it into it yeah. one of the comments when I was going back reading the videos is saying that look the keeper didn't have a chance in that ball the net barely hugged yeah. the ball it was <laughs> pure power and precision it was awesome to look at and it was a gr- it was great drama it had everything for us as yeah. a neutral you know for a game that you're watching for the sake of it but you yeah. know the outcome and all of a sudden oh this is just getting interesting oh this is getting very interesting yeah. And credit to Juve, and unfortunately, it hasn't hasn't come for him or Buffon. And uh, yeah, that's his last European game. What do you reckon then on the the Roma Barcelona game? Unbelievable! It was unbelievable, and I only we only seen the highlights because obviously Liverpool was on. So yeah, I was trying to push the lads to turn over because Liverpool were already two one up, and it's like this is dead and buried. And they're like, no, no, should we we'll watch it out and we'll see the highlights? Yeah. So we only got to see about five minutes on RG two afterwards. Yeah, yeah. But it looked like Roma just did the usual. Well done a how to beat a Barcelona perfect game let's defend high defend like absolute rabid dogs don't yep. give them the chance to play around but then when we have the ball do the old skill get it nice and wide and yeah. start pumping in cross to a big tall guy which is Dzeko yeah. which is not what Spanish defenders are used to they and did not look comfortable no. for any of them no. and they just wreaked havoc and it was great to watch but that was it but I, I, I said it to you guys um, after the first leg Mm. I was like, I really hope we get Barcelona if we get through yeah. to the next round because they looked poor. Mm. Roma didn't give a decent account of themselves at all in the first round. Mm. They missed a handful of chances. Um, Barcelona rolled their luck. They were really, really shoddy at the back. Yeah, And like that, you saw Dzeko got a goal in the first leg as well, but he looked dangerous. And you're kind mm-hmm. of going, this guy is going to really mess these up if he gets yeah. a decent bit of service in. And like that, once they got their, their tails up... They and they got the momentum it. then, and of course the yeah. Italian crowd were going crazy. It, everything was going their way. Barcelona needed to step up for five minutes and just feed everything to Messi and get him to get a goal and just yeah. shut them up and just completing it. And it just never happened. What do you mean plan A? <laughs> well, yeah, you know what I mean? Like completely go over the top on yeah. feeding your star man all the time. Simple as that. A uh, bit like what they should, what, they, what happened to Chelsea and they were in trouble and all of a sudden I was like, right, let's just keep feeding it to the, to the little guy and see what happens. And of course they got the, the, all the, the precious away goal. But, you know, it's wide open. Yeah. Liverpool and Roma, one of them's there in the, in the final and it's a one-off game. I wouldn't fancy it if I was Bayern or, you, or Real. They're going to be the two favourites. Whoever wins that are going to be the favourites. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Bayern have kind of done, been incredibly German about the whole thing. They've just gone about yeah, the business. People Nobody go, has made anything about Seville them. Seville aren't that great and they just fell over. Like, no. But they've beaten everybody. Ger- yeah. German teams don't give a crap. Once yeah. they're there, they don't care because they'll turn it on. They'll have a master plan. They'll be working right. Their, their league is over. 
they won they won it there it was either this weekend or the weekend before but the champions now so they can look at it for the next week and a half and say right what are we going to do to dismantle them a little bit exactly like Real Madrid are safe in the same they should be they're safe enough now in the the top four like they've nothing else to play for in in a way as well but at the same time it all it all boils down to Ronaldo I wouldn't let him play now until that game almost because one little twist of an ankle because everything hinges on him as much as they're a decent side now obviously Ramos missing was a big loss which it is true and it pains me to say it but Ramos is a loss yeah. like they were able to get at them a hell of a lot easier he is a bit of a ringmaster when it comes to oh, getting completely. them all together completely I'm um, not about, I'm, I don't like him as a person let's say yeah. but you, you can't, can't argue when you watch what he does yeah even when they're stuck and he goes up front and he scores a goal you like he just has that air about yeah. him that he's yeah. he's going to make something happen yeah so who are you going to tip for the final then? Uh, Real Liverpool <laughs> Nick uh, Real Liverpool I think the same I suppose yeah Probably you, you can't not do it you can try and say oh it's going to be Bayern Roman and every chance it could be but realistically form guide and everything else they are the obvious two and then a one-off in Kiev oh Liverpool Jesus <laughs> my heart's fluttering already but uh, yeah we wait and see and of course a uh, quick little nod to the Premier League before we go to a break uh, Harry Kane assisted uh, Ericsson's goal so it was his yeah, yesterday it was yeah, yeah so yeah, he's I just brush off it yeah, you see <laughs> So he's still far behind Salah. <laughs> did, did you see the James Milner tweets? Ah, oh, stop. Did, did you see any tweets? I think yeah. Weymouth or all these non-league teams. Yeah, we won 2-0 today. Both goals scored by Harry Kane. And yeah. there was a picture of the Grand National. And yeah, Harry Kane's at the front of the horse's nose. Yeah. So Harry won the national. Jordan Henderson, when he was interviewed after the game, they were like, oh, how do you think Mo Salah got another one today? Well, actually, he's claiming the hat-trick. We just have to get the <laughs> other two cleared by the claims board. Did you see Kane's tweet uh, watching the Masters? No. It's I love the guy, but he needs to just rein it in a little bit. It's okay. His, so it's this million-inch TV in his house that he's watching the yeah, Masters yeah. on. On top of his mantle, the fireplace there, and then on top of the fireplace is his Man of the Match trophies, like seven or eight of them, but to the point that they're actually creeping up into the TV. It was a total, like, a humble brag. Like, oh, yeah, I'm watching the Masters, but also check out all those trophies that I got right here. <sighs> it's a bad look. Come Don't. on, man. Don't. I know but in fairness watching Liverpool's game yesterday yeah they got the first goal and they settled down a bit but you could you could see the lads were like Firmino should have buried one in the second half but <laughs> I think he was trying to stop and see where Mo was yeah. it like let's get a couple of goals for Mo to, it, I was getting <laughs> yeah, that feel yeah, off Liverpool yesterday because <laughs> he should have just he was one on one there was a yeah. perfect split second where it's like and finish and then he stops fills the keeper comes around and you could, I personally think he was looking to see where Mo was but there was a block so then he swung his leg at it and missed it himself yeah but no, I saw that. you the, could the, see the it the shot was twice. very very tame but he made all the space yeah. and you were like oh, okay just drill it yeah, but right, once right. he got the goal he settled down a bit and he was relaxed anyway and it was a lovely goal it was a good long ball but it was one of them loopy headers over the keeper it was yeah. a nice finish so that's pretty so much them sorted. Doesn't have to look where he's shooting anymore. Ah sure he can score when he wants but yeah that's them looking pretty much safe I'd say for the top four Um Obviously, another win or two to make it mathematically possible. Yeah. But Many games are left now. Liverpool only have four, I think. Oh, no, f- five. Um, Chelsea have two games, or no, one game in hand, but they're 10 points behind. Okay. So they're, they're the only ones who can really rein in. Obviously, Spurs are in that kind of realm with us, with ourselves yesterday after being de- beaten yesterday, because they're three points behind Liverpool now with a game in hand as well. So, realistically, the top four is It's certain. locked in, but it, I guess it's, it's Yeah, it's one of them. Like, obviously, yeah. United and City are there, which is obvious, but. Liverpool and Spurs should 
should. Liverpool have to play Chelsea, but that's about it then. A lot of it is kind of low to middle. And nowadays, the way Liverpool are playing, I'm not overly nervous as I, u- as yeah. I usually would as a Liverpool fan against the bottom teams. We seem to have it nailed in. So the top four should be sorted. And it's about whether Burnley can nick in that Europa League spot on Arsenal pretty much now yeah well Arsenal I think are going to have to just see being involved in the Europa League could be a bit of a distraction but they're nearly better off doing what United did last year yeah which is just say right we'll go and win this yeah and guarantee our place in the Champions League then you know that kind of way don't worry about your league position anymore so yeah so that's it should should be top four for for the for the usual crowd that are in there yeah Arsenal have Atletico Madrid Atletico yeah that's a tough one for them that's that could be the end of the road for them but at the same time I thought Milan were going to give them a better game with the way Gattuso was banging the drum but yeah. they looked after him fairly easy but listen Atletico I think are sorted in relation to the Champions League but still European teams treat Europe a hell of a lot more yeah. respect than English teams now obviously English teams respect the Champions League but they, a lot of them don't give a crap yeah. about the Europa League but Arsenal have to because it's their only way into the Champions League yeah. so it could be an interesting one could be a very much an interesting one and Diego Simeone is always an interesting character so it'll be interesting to see how it goes but coming up after the break we're going to start with hockey which are hitting the playoffs in the last couple of days so coming up after this And as I've now been informed, I said, I think one of the hockey teams uses that. And it was actually the Blackhawks. Chicago, yeah. 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 So it's, that song just is great memory. It's where we knew what we were doing. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> Stop giving part. it away. Yeah. <laughs> I want to start the hockey playoffs. Kicked yeah. off three uh, days ago. Was it Thursday? Thursday, yeah. yeah. So it's the Stanley Cup, as we all know. Yeah, but yeah. That's the one with the big, massive trophy in the yeah. two. Uh, like, it usually yeah, takes. Yeah. It's going to get to the point It takes where about six months of One guy won't be able to hold a lofty head anymore. And unlike most of the trophies you see the NBA trophy or whatever yeah. there is just one Stanley Cup like that is the cup yeah. it's not like you get a, a duplicate or whatever so, so if you see that it's the real it, deal yeah when you win it the team gets to they obviously hold on to it till it, it passes the next person yeah. but during the off season then every player gets a day with it so there's some really <sighs> terrible pictures. stories of like what's <laughs> like yeah sometimes you get the cute oh here's my baby in the cup board and you go yeah. I don't know I'd be putting the baby in there but <laughs> Yeah, there's also guys that go clubbing with the cup and all this kind of thing, go out places. Yeah. <laughs> so just how much repair, they must have that one that one repair guy who just yeah. looks oh, yeah. after. And I think there's cup. like a nearly a secret service type crew that follows them around with it. A lot of the big trophies yeah, have that. Yeah, there's yeah. always a couple yeah, of guys yeah. in the background going, yeah, the go Stanley Cup. As soon as you take one things. step somewhere else with this, yeah. there's big guys everywhere. So you see them pouring just like cases of beer in it, and everyone drinking yeah, out of it. Yeah. And all it's like, on that. Do you remember when we were in Turgier and they brought in the uh, Sam McGuire? Sam McGuire. Yeah, yeah, and. They thought it was funny. Jack Sheedy was there with uh, Jason Sherlock and someone else. I can't remember who the third guy was. No. But basically, they thought it was very, very funny to stick Jason Sherlock, who was the smallest player on the squad, into the cup <laughs> and dented the whole side of the Sam Maguire, the All-Ireland Football Cup. And you were just kind of going, oh, my God. Of course, we thought it was hilarious. We were losing yeah. our mind down at it. Because I think... Uh, the European Cup is the same thing. I think when you win it five times, you get to keep it. Okay. And I think Liverpool, obviously, they knew they won it in Istanbul. Yeah. It's just an excuse to bang the drum again about Liverpool mm-hmm. and the Champions League. But I think it got well worn the night of it. But I think in the museum or wherever it is now, I think yeah. they've kind of kept it as is. So you can see that little dent in it just to say, <laughs> bit of character, bit of look. This is ours. Yeah, yeah. This is it, yeah. 
and it's been in bed with Stephen Jared. He slept with it that night. <laughs> so respect. Anyway, ice hockey. You yeah. look crap. Look, we're just sorry, driveling nonsense. Yeah, playoffs um, started. The Las Vegas Golden Knights. That's the story of the playoffs. For me they, anyway. It's their very first year. Very first year. Uh, they're an expansion team. Did they? Is, there's a trophy for winning the best record in the regular season, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah I, which they, 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 they won theirs. Respective, they, whatever it's called. Because they split well, it up a little bit. See, I got my got my notes here. No, they wouldn't <laughs> have had the absolute best record. Tampa Bay did. Oh, Tampa. Um, yeah, but there is a separate. Uh, I don't know if it's actually a trophy. President's but you get, trophy a award or, for that. or yeah, something like that. Yeah, Tampa, I think it's yeah. Um, yeah, they're the abs- no no expansion team has ever because they won their division. They came yeah. first in their division, not not overall. And they were quite consistent throughout the year at yeah. the top. No expansion team in any of the four American sports has ever won their division. The very the inaugural year because yeah. it's, it's mostly a team of scrubs and things. That you now, get. how does it? I, pre, I presume it's similar in all in all the different games. But how does it happen? How do they form a team in expansion? Don't they yeah. kind of get a player from each club? Almost? Pretty much, yeah. There's like uh, they call it an expansion draft, right? Uh, and they they certainly get players in the real draft, like everyone yeah. else does. But then every team gets a certain amount of like protected players. So you're never going to have your, your Wayne Gretzky of some team. Yeah, you can't oh, just, oh, no, we're going to take him. Like yeah. kind of so you get a certain amount, I forget what it is, protected. And then everyone else is kind of... So they can choose. You, know, you kind of, as the, the union and the team and the owners all kind of have to agree, right, we're going to have to give up some guys we probably wouldn't rather yeah. give up kind of thing. Um, so just the, the front office and the yeah. coach for Vegas are just... They must be some kind of geniuses. Yeah. They've taken guys that were... Like if I, if so I saw, it's a complete mishmash of a team this if year. I, if you put them in a lineup, I don't know if I could even tell you, is that a hockey yeah. player or just a guy just walking down the street? I don't know who yeah, these yeah, people yeah. are. Yeah. But the, the performance they've gotten out of some of these players, is just... It's and obviously unreal. in the hockey world, some of them would be well-known. But did yeah. they get a star name or did they get a well-known name? Or is it very much, here's your first year team, Not, you can build around it eventually? Like if you were hardcore into hockey, probably yeah. go, yeah, I know him or know him. But no, no star stars. Yeah, but yeah. The, there's a couple of the guys that might have scored... Nine or ten goals last yeah. year that are now got 35, 40 goals this year that you're going like just, just gone up a level. Like, yeah, just right people at the right time. Uh, a few young players that have just taken that yeah. next jump and all that. So, just kind of everything's coming story. up Millhouse for them right now. <laughs> 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 so, there with uh, Chicago's eliminated, which I'd really rather not talk about. There's yeah, yeah, playoffs. Rangers didn't um, make it either, so we move on. So, so really, Rangers. as far as I'm concerned, there isn't even hockey playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on. Uh, but without them, yeah, Vegas would be. I mean, and you wouldn't favor them, but they're the Cinderella story that I really would like to. And the way that playoffs work in, it's very similar in, in the likes of the basketball, but there's two conferences, mm-hmm. East and West. Yep. There's eight teams in each. Yep. It's a so it's quarterfinal, semis, yep. conference final, and then defined between each. Yep. But the only difference is it's not a one-off game. It's basically Se- best, of best of seven, seven series for, for all of them. So. In every single round. So you could play yep. an extra 28 round. games. Yeah. And the one thing I do know by watching a little bit of playoff hockey over the last couple of years with the Rangers we've kind of been hitting it consistently it's a different level it gets a hell of a lot more physical it gets a hell of a lot more of a war of attrition and the goalkeeper has to be or goaltender we might as well say it properly yeah. needs to be on his game because it's shoot on oh, sight playoff hockey's intense yeah and it's, it's so it's so they play in fairly small they play in the same arenas that basketball's played in yeah in, in cities I guess that have both teams yeah. they play in yeah. the same one uh they're quite small. It's yeah. not much bigger than, say, the three arena, really. Yeah, you get yeah. 20, 25,000 people. So it gets so loud in there for yeah. a playoff game. Like it's, it's an electric kind of atmosphere in there. So it's very and I suppose it, it might even go up a notch if, say, a Chicago had both basketball and hockey and oh, probably alternate. Yeah. Yeah. It could yeah. really whip up some kind of a frenzy. Like, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, which we had, yeah, we had for a good few years yeah. until, uh, until recently. But yeah, yeah, it's great. great so, atmosphere. obviously, Vegas Knights would be... 
well supported I'm sure a lot yeah. of people who are not Probably in it not. would be kind of cheering on for them to see kind of a good team do well but you're going to I was just going to say is the is the schedule then for the playoffs in hockey as intense as the other ones oh yeah they'd, they'd be like, over, we all know the, could be the over baseball what? and the basketball 10 or 11 days oh yeah it would be yeah it would be they play a game every every other night and they might do a few back to backs because oh. it's what two did they do two and one then move up and do it's two 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 one 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 so home home away away Home away, home away. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, That's so hard. And they kind of alternate that again because it's the same arenas and it's the same time of year that the basketball playoffs yeah. is on. Yeah, we'll yeah, touch yeah. on later. So, like the, it's, it's different sports, but for the, say the staff of those arenas, they're yeah. every night on, okay, now there's a basketball playoff game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's like, like I know in. Let's get rid of the ice again. Uh, yeah. Doing a tour of Madison Square Garden, like the yeah. main, like they have a theater and they have a main arena. But the main arena could, like, there's 365 days in the year, they could have nearly a thousand events. Yeah. yeah. So think about it. Like as soon as the hockey's finished, I, we were there for just regular season. There was a game, and you could hear the animals when you were leaving because they had Barnum and Bailey on during the day. No, the way. next morning, and then there'd be a basketball mm. game that night. Yeah, you could hear the odd roar, the odd because they had to keep them there. And kind of in, like obviously the, the arena is huge, but it's just non-stop. And I done a tour a couple of days later, and they literally explain there's practically a twenty-four-seven team almost, and it's not even that they've the little four or five thousand theatre underneath that's always on the go every night as well with all sorts a lot of yeah. boxing matches will be in there as well yeah. it's not just all in the yeah, one arena it's, it's crazy it's, stuff side note kind of fun fact my dad in college worked a job where he swapped the ice to the court for, uh, for his college brilliant because yeah. the, the ice is pretty much there the whole the time the ice is there all the time in the basketball courts or, or whatever flooring we need for whatever event you have on is put on top of that then so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there you go so non-stop so, so anyway let's no. get back to the action yeah. who would be the fancy teams then uh, obviously Vegas Knights would be one of the would they be hurts or is it just more no, of a it's more oh, we'd the, really I mean, love to see it happen I'd see him getting out of the, the first round maybe even making it to the semifinals get, mm. but uh, no there's just I don't think they're quite good enough to go all the way so you'd have Obviously, the of, in their conference probably Nashville yeah. uh, the Predators um, you'd have to be a bit playoff scared wouldn't you, you would, like kind of, you'd need to kind of go through, through a few been, times is yeah, that kind of thing pretty much most sports I think you need to be a bit battle tested yeah. kind of uh, which they're really not so a few yeah. of the guys from other teams obviously they, uh, yeah. the um, Vegas players who've been on other teams have been in the playoffs but not as a squad not as a unit together uh, so no I don't think they really I don't think they'll go kind of all the way I could see it being probably Nashville and maybe Tampa in the uh, in the final Nashville and Pittsburgh maybe would be some of the teams you might have Pittsburgh's won it the last two years in a row Pittsburgh are kind of still the old guard of... They are. They had a great... It was about 10 years ago now. They had two years in a row of just the best draft where they yeah. had Sid the Kid who yeah, was like... Sidney Crosby was still the best player in hockey. Pretty much kind of like... The, the, kind of he was the, like the yeah. Wayne Gretzky, wasn't he? Yeah, the, 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 the second yeah, coming. The and in fairness, he's backed it up pretty much year yes, on yeah, year. He's, he's had, great he numbers. He's had a few years of injuries. Back concussions. And he's, yeah, back he's known for... So, of course, it's but, a big thing. Uh, he's been healthy the last couple of years and obviously they've won the last... And I presume was Malkin still there because he kind of came the year after in the draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's still there. And he was just as good like two of them putting up serious numbers. So I can see him going again. And what we who we know and love from playing NHL on Sega Mega Drives, whatever the good old fashioned Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, I, mean, I, I said I that a bit like John Ross. They're Red Wings. Yeah. yeah. Did anyone else hear that? <laughs> <laughs> they still going strong? No, they're not. in I don't think. Damn it! Shows you because <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. like they were around for twenty years solid. Because like they, American they sports, you need to update from NHL '97. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dino Chickarelli, he was mad Chico for the fights. He every time he, there was one hit and it, bang, his gloves were off. I was like, God damn it, tapping away on the on the control. No, they had a run of yeah twenty odd years with yeah. the playoffs every year. Kind of made up. Yeah, I think they got four or five. Yeah, 
cups and oh, of course yeah, they had Datsuk and Fedorov and yeah, the, Steve Eisenman and all that 90s and all that yeah. Yeah, they, were, they were the team for a while so yeah. um, it's, it's a great sport and it is one of them where it's good on TV but it's even better when you uh, see it I think more than any sport even when you're actually you know, sitting we had the, the ice hockey guys in here yeah, and yeah. I said it to them I've seen it up there Like I'm, I'd love to we must do a day trip up to, up yeah, to Belfast to. because I know it's not going to be the same but you'll get a flavour of it. it it's just so quick yeah. mm. and you can kind of only barely see the puck but the noise even of the hits and off the glass and everything it's it's a great game to watch and yeah check it out yeah, I've, only it's, been, it's, I've only been to one really yeah first division game up in Lillehammer Norway Ooh. <laughs> I like to come in at a grassroots level yeah, yeah I mean not just join the bandwagon like you, you gotta, gotta be like a Ireland fan now. <laughs> oh, I, I'm a real football fan yeah, yeah right <laughs> so your top tip for the playoff your top pick for the playoff yeah, yeah. who's gonna win oh sorry He's going to get their hands on that Pittsburgh, big old trophy. Pittsburgh. Tr- truthfully, I, it's probably Nashville. Yeah. I hate them so much. <laughs> <laughs> I won't allow the words to come out of my mouth. You're supposed to be impartial on, on, no, on, 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 on radio. They, they have a thing where, because there's a big rivalry with Chicago and Nashville the last few years, because we've, well, not us this year, but have been good, where they barred Chicago fans from attending the games. What? You, you had to buy tickets with a local, like a, a Tennessee credit card. Yeah. Uh, really? So, that's insane. Screw I, hope, I hope the arena burns down. <laughs> so let's leave it on that. Realistically, he wants Pittsburgh to win, but realistically, Nashville should. But screw them. Let's hope it yeah. burns down. Yeah. It's a parlor with the less I know, the better. That was really boom. Somebody, but it's where we did it. But anyway, welcome back here to the big kickoff here. Ninety six point four. Our number is zero eight seven zero six two seven one three eight. Get us on the big kickoff ninety six point four gmail dot com, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you can, and listen to us on TuneIn Radio around the world. So the Masters will finish away. We had um. We had a good chat about it last week because obviously it was coming into the final day and of course we were banging and that Saturday drum. was so exciting. Ah, oh, everything softened. They were they're like yeah. Uh, it was like the jungle like and the the lions came out to roar oh it's soft bang they just pounced and it was an absolute birdie fest it was yeah. ridiculous and the golf was phenomenal they stitched everything and this is of course it's supposed to be tough and it was but the conditions kind of softened up for everybody and they just went bananas and everyone did it it was great to watch yeah obviously that, that back and forth with reed and uh and McElroy on the on the saturday it was super and all the stuff oh, was just we were talking about it then on the sunday going has Reed got it in the in, in the togs to do it? McElroy has to. He loves the chase. He loves yeah. the final day. But as soon as he missed that eagle putt, I kind of went, uh-oh. Something in his head just... I, like, potentially that eagle putt could have done it for him. went out of the sails, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because his kryptonite in the last year or two has been as kind of putting. Yeah. And it was... He's been putting quite well the last couple of weeks. And it was the one putt. Jeez, this is really going to hammer home. And I think he would have been level if he had got it. Or he just been... Yeah, been, I think that would have sent home a massive message anyway. And of course he put it, he pushed it to the right, and you're thinking, okay. And then anytime Reed bogeyed, he came back and got a birdie and pulled it back. He didn't do anything fantastic. He had the lead, but he wasn't overly conservative, which mm. you can't afford to be. Mm. And in fairness, he came good. Speed went on a ridiculous run. I think he, sh- he shot a 65 or 64 in the end. 64 in the yeah, end. Yeah, to get close. And then Fowler got For a while, going. he was flirting with the 62, which yeah. was the course record, I think. Yeah, he was, he, that's yeah. what I was kind of looking at that because I I'd kind of fancied speed before the tournament. Yeah. And he kind of, the, the usual thing with golf, as soon as you see someone start off well, you're like, oh, well, that's my 
pick gone. He's kind <laughs> yeah. of died death yeah. on the Saturday or the Sunday. But that, com- but that comeback, you're kind of going unreal. Yeah, and then of course he hit the twelfth because uh, that's been his, uh, his kryptonite for the last mm. couple of years he's always put it in the water or whatever yeah. and he, he actually buried it in the end so he's delighted with himself so that kicked him on and then as we said on Sunday if McRoy wasn't it I would probably have plumbed for Ricky Fowler oh yeah oh boy. I, I was rooting for him so hard in the end he there, flirted with it right until the end and got the board he deserves and just, it I think he's so dislikable and just like oh yeah. and he, has a, he had the orange prison pants on and everything oh like that's his, his colours his, his college yeah. colours yeah, yeah his turn speaking of college we might as well obviously talk about the man himself Patrick Reed there's a great yeah. picture going around on WhatsApp about uh, he's taking a selfie obviously on the Empire State Building it's like oh look at Patrick with all his friends and family and everyone uh, after winning <laughs> the mass and literally on his own I know he plays a bit of a character and he plays a bit of a bad boy and shushing the crowd and I, mm. I didn't know too much about it and obviously people in the game who are a bit more knowledgeable will probably know about it but it wasn't until the next day Sky Sports News were doing a bit of a report and I thought it was going to be the usual stuff wearing the green jacket the Empire State and all that and that's what it looked like but it spent about five minutes about just how unliked and like not well received he is yeah. and they kind of they started with the crowd on the first tee Ladies and gentlemen, Rory McIlroy, a big roar, big whoop and holler. And for him, it was like four or five people kind of single hand. It was, it was, it was awkward. But I never noticed on the day. But then little bits start coming out about mm, stories is passed and all. There was he was he robbed a couple of like he was accused of robbery and stuff during college, and then of cheating in some of the games yeah. in yeah. some of the in some All of the golf the tournaments and pretty much in one yeah. of the college tournaments like. and I think he got kicked out of one college moved yeah. into another one and he's estranged from most of his family I think he yeah, he hasn't he's, talked to his, any of his family and yeah apart from his sister and yeah. uh, brother-in-law basically they're his little close-knit circle yeah. and obviously the girlfriend or wife or the whatever wife, yeah, that he has yeah. now but yeah it's, I, I didn't look too much into it but it was just that five minutes like Jesus like instead of hailing the guy or whatever it was all yeah. like let's all take a look about just how bad and even Butch Harmon was on and it was very much like but did he not come across in the Ryder Cup last year as a very unlikable kind of guy oh yeah but apparently within the group they know he's a good player but I, yeah, I think it's more they, they tolerate like him than golf they yeah, pick the PGA and all don't yeah. he doesn't seem to gel with their kind of yeah 100% and even Butch Harmon when he was talking about it he was trying to be very PC and very in the middle yeah. but you could tell even he's not a big fan of him and it was very much like he wasn't afraid to say, yeah, he's not very much popular on the tour. He's not very much, but he says credit where credit's due. But he still kind of went with the, it's yeah. It's probably yeah. not fair, really, as much as I don't really care for the guy myself. Yeah. But I don't know if that should be the lead news story for the whole week. It's yeah, like, that's that's yeah. what's been kind of been the main one. But, but he pretty much nearly went wire to wire, not the whole yeah. tour state, mm. but he held it. Yeah. And that's... Masters, I don't care what anyone says, it's above the other three without a shadow of a doubt. It's more of an exclusive field. And obviously, it, it is the one that they all want and the prestige of being at, at Augusta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And he held it. He held yeah. it together. And good luck to him. Yeah, um, absolutely deserves a credit for that. Yeah, that's you're a bit of a, a dirtbag. Who cares? But Listen, again, it, credit it, where credit's due. It's a, it, it does say a lot about the way an awful lot of the kind of sports journalism has gone that so much gets put on that when you can have a weekend with such amazing golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It should be all that anybody yeah. is talking about yeah. is just, you know seeing four outstanding yeah. players have a have a real cut all the cream pretty much roasted real the cut it. for the, and for some, the four days. So, like some of the shots that were getting pulled yeah. out yeah. The, the only thing that was missing was Tiger obviously 
Now, obviously, yeah, he was yeah. there, but if he had been there, thereabouts, it just would have gone uh, nuclear. Because I, I shouldn't have. I should have known better, but going into the weekend, I was sipping the Kool-Aid, too, like this is it. Tiger's back. <laughs> no, they very quickly went off the rails. But, like, I actually started to believe it myself. Yeah. Like, I said, no, like, it's done. Stop doing this to yourself. Every two years, you're telling yourself, he's back, he's back. But in fairness, it wasn't the worst week for him. Uh, like, I made the cut. And finished, there would have been a lot of pressure. The tournament. Like, that's, that's there would have been a lot of pressure, yeah. and the galleries that were following were way above anybody else's and he would have felt it like and it's yeah. a tough course he could easily go and turn it on next year personally if he's fit it's it's you have to have form there you have to be decent there you, the, the you, fred couple still makes the cut and still yeah. there thereabouts only for his back isn't strong enough he still does it every and vj mm. singh was up flirting in the first yeah, couple of days of, you know you have form there you stick around and because the they know played a few tournaments in a row now Hopefully keeps doing that. Who uh, knows? Like, you never know. Yeah. Decent conditions and, and fair mm-hmm. conditions the next few. Whether he wins or not is irrelevant. Just to see him up there and chasing and being in the mix. Yeah. And when you look up and Tiger is a lot more of intimidating looking than, say, a Reed or a Speed or a Fowler or McElroy chasing you. When you see yeah. T. Woods, you know. It means something. Yeah. Tiger by name, Tiger by nature. Like, he just loves for the him being in it, the ratings were up big time over previous years. Golf it's still is, such a draw. Like, you know. It was on the back pages. It was the, yeah. the back page, you know. It wasn't just four or five pages in, oh, by the way, such and such. It was, yeah. it was there. And most of the pictures were himself, not even the leaders up until, up until Saturday and slash, or Sunday, Monday. So it's great to see. And hopefully he gets involved in, 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 in the majors over the, over, the, over, the, over the summer. But listen, it was a great, it was a great weekend. And who cares? Whether he's liked or not, it was it was a great win by yeah, Reid. Absolutely, yep. a great tournament. Um, Paul Dunn, Ireland's own Paul Dunn, is running amok in Spain at the moment at the weekend. He's looks like he's going more to worries, but John Ram is chasing. He's two shots off, so the, oh, yeah. uh, he I, came home obviously because you're always thinking John Ram. What's he doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the Spanish Open. Fair yeah, enough. I was going to say it's hometown boy. Yeah, so uh, I'd like to see. I, I like Ram. Right. Exactly. So he's two shots off. It seems to be a fairly fair, fairly easy enough course. I think Dunn has shot 65, 66, 68 or whatever. Yeah. It was actually a poor day yesterday. He only shot 68. But the guy who's been close enough to him shot a 66. So I think he's 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 only one ahead now instead of three. But John Ram is sniffing behind him on two. So keep an eye out for uh, Ireland's own Paul Dunn today in the Spanish Open. But obviously there's there's a big star there chasing after him in, in John Ram. So yeah, just keep an eye on it. I just said I'd mention it. Um, how long have we got? 10 minutes. You know your basketball, don't you? I would know. So here's yeah. second round. NBA playoffs. Are the Bulls yeah. in? No. Jeez, it's not a good time for Chicago, it really is it? isn't. No, you, it really you're still on NBA yeah. 97 as well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan's still there, no, yeah. We could, if we, could we bring Jordan back, maybe. I think he could still... <laughs> the squad we have now, I think I'd take Jordan out there at 52 or whatever he is. I'd say it's tough. Like, do you know when... Like, in America, like this, you can't help. Like you're, you're going to follow your own. So yeah. it'd be the same. It was over here. If we had four or five sports and there was Dublin in it, the way we take interest in GA, yeah. you'd follow them all whether you really like the sport or not. Like, of course. But it's got to be tough when there's three or four big sports on TV a lot and your yeah, your city's not involved. Yeah, you're not as eager. The motivation isn't. Is there any yet. Chicago team that are really hitting it at the well? Apart from well, the Cubs, Cubs the are there thereabouts yeah. every year. Yeah, but yeah, we we'll get yeah, to them. Few years, yeah, we'll get to them. Uh, no, no, that's it. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, even I think I don't follow it that well because truly, truthfully, the quality of play is garbage. But the MLS, the Chicago Fire. Oh, Schweinsteiger. It's Schweinsteiger. Yeah, Bastian yeah. Schweinsteiger's there. Getting asked if he's going to win the World Cup. Did you ever see that clip? <laughs> oh, as in when he was, was when he was first announced. This would have been last year, the year before, whenever it was. He's at the press conference in one of the obviously one of the Chicago papers doesn't have a soccer guy or he was sick and they just had someone come in there that like to ask questions and they go, do you think you'll, 
the fire will win the World Cup this year. And he goes, uh, the fire. And like the uh, PR guy comes out or the, who were the MC who was ever leading the whole table was came out and kind of gave the reporter a chance to like, oh, no, sorry, you must mean the, the MLS Cup, you know, not the World no. Cup. And the guy goes, no, 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 the World Cup. You think you win? And like, <laughs> Steiger's looking around like, <laughs> I've made a huge numbers. mistake. <laughs> Be honest now. Yeah. Before we go into the details yeah. of the yeah. NBA, say when the Bulls or whatever won the championship, yeah. did you call yourselves world champions? Be honest. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's one team from Canada. That's the world. We're talking about. Mm. That's global. It's the that's one thing buddy. that grinds my gears it's in American global. sports. Like, oh, yeah. we're world champ. No, you're not. Well, even baseball. No, to call it the World Series. Yeah. <laughs> well, great, yeah. But the World Series. Don't get me going was here. Based off the whoever sponsored it first, wasn't it? It was something like that. I, I think it was like it was, it was like the world there. newspaper or something. Ah, so that's where they got the world series. So you, you like give, deep down, you, you, give baseball, you give baseball a, yeah, a slide. Like deep down, if there was a club world cup, I think it'd be fairly safe to say the NBA teams would still win it. But yeah, yeah. Sh- no, we're, we're world champions. It's still annoys yeah. me when you see yeah. well, the 2018 world champions. Yeah, like, Eastern it. European and a few Germans and an Australian in there. It's, it's, it's yeah, the world champions. Anyway, playoffs. Yeah, they kicked off literally in the last couple of days as well. Just last night was it or the night before? Yeah, last night. Yesterday, yeah. Um, basketball, more than any of the American sports anyway, maybe even more than any sport in the world, you could be, it could be two days in the season every year, and you can go, oh, yeah, it'll be these four teams. Yeah. Uh, there's obviously only five guys on the court at once. Even yeah. at the bench, it's a very small team. So it's quite exclusive. One star makes a huge difference more than any other sport, I think. If you have one good player, that could... If you have one good player, you're a playoff team. If you have two or three, you, you could be a contender kind of thing. So, so obviously, when you say that, obviously Cleveland Cavs are there with LeBron. Yeah. So you'd always, every year, and it's been LeBron, a LeBron team, Cleveland and Miami combined, he's been in the finals every year for nine years or something. And that like says that. everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, that being said, uh, there's been a lot of injuries this year. Yeah. A lot of shakeups with the team. There's a, a core of a couple of guys with LeBron, but otherwise it's kind of all new guys. Mm. If there was a year where they wouldn't make it all the way, uh, this could be. It could be it. Although the East is fairly weak, so and Golden State are they still? They they had a big collective the last couple of years with Curry and and the guys. uh, They've had a lot of injuries as well. So again, kind of if there was a year, I I will get to it probably in a minute. But I wouldn't pick them for the finals. Actually, is it Um, Steph Curry's been injured now in the last one? Yeah, so that's a massive loss. He's rumored to be back uh, for this series, but I don't think they had their first game yesterday. Um, I don't think he played, so he, yeah, he might be back this series, might not. Uh, there was rumors that he'd kind of. I think he'd gone out initially, but I can't remember if he went out initially with an ankle injury and then did his knee. An ankle, an ankle, ankle, and a knee kind of. Yeah, it's just kind of um, chalked him up, but that, that's a massive loss. Yeah, big time. So even like they have four of the best players in basketball when they're all there together on the yeah. court: Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, and the fourth guy. When I'm put on the spot. <laughs> you know that other guy that's really good that now I can't that remember his name tall you know? guy. yeah yeah but uh, when they're all healthy they're absolutely the best team but again they've had kind of they've had kind of health yeah. injury issues so um, and the playoff system is pretty much the same as the it's hockey identical best hockey. of seven yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. two um, conferences eight teams in each quarterfinals semis finals yeah. and then the final it's, I was like only that. just thinking about that the other day how I'd like to look into why they're obviously played in the same arenas yeah uh, in a lot of the cities different Hugely different rules in the sport, mm-hmm. but the layout, the, they play the same number of games a season, 82. Yeah. Uh, the playoffs are basically identical. It's the same setup where there's 16 teams get in. It's just a clever uh, way of maybe keeping yeah, the arena busy for it when you know it's six months. Alternate, yeah, but yeah. It's, they, their seasons basically go the exact same time. Yeah. 
Um, it's interesting. I probably a clever way, business-wise, and it's probably a clever way that the arenas probably came together going, we can pretty much have a game every yeah, other yeah, night. Yeah. It must yeah. be something Keep nearly a full house. We don't have to yeah. chase concerts yeah. and rely on, I hope Miley Cyrus sells out tonight kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Have, you have someone in there. Yeah, so maybe that's probably where it comes from originally, I presume. But uh, So who are the runners and riders this year? Who are the favourites? Who are the... Apart from the obvious. Yeah, so take Golden State and Cleveland out of it. They very, I wouldn't be surprised if they were the two teams yeah. in the finals. But They'd have the experience. They do. But uh, there's enough kind of issues with both of them this year. I could see maybe neither of them making the finals. Yeah. So Houston, I think, would be my pick to win it all from the West, to beat Golden State in the semis and then actually yeah. win the finals. They've just been healthy and leaps and bounds better than everyone Who's this year. they got kind of leading the charge? James Harden would be the James guy. Harden, yeah. He's the guy with the big beard. He's got the yeah. big, huge yeah. beard, and he yeah. just... Is, he's probably the MVP of the league. I'm sure he'll probably win it. It just mm. leaps and bounds better than everyone. So it just is, is... And just before we go into a little bit more detail, the old guard that we would know from when RT2 used to show up back in the 80s and 90s and this was the magic time when it was magic and Jordan and Bird and the whole lot. The yeah. likes of the Lakers and Celtics. Lakers are struggling for a good few years now. Are they coming back yeah, at they all? Are. Well, they, they have a few young players. Uh, magic Johnson is actually like the co-owner and he kind of runs... Like I don't think he's the GM, but like... Acts like the GM more or less. Probably he's the he's the puppet master of the whole team. Yeah. Um, so it seems like they're on the way back up. Yeah. Uh, they're not a playoff team this year, but I could I could see coming up. And is Kobe probably. involved in the game at all anymore? I know he's finished <laughs> playing, but no, is he involved? He's Oscars now. You see that he That's won the right. Award for his little uh, yeah. animated film or whatever. No, so he hasn't done. No, he's only been away mm. for a, a couple of years, but no, he seems they'll to, probably reel him in at some yeah, point. Yeah, he's no TV really. He's done, nor is he kind of involved in any ownership yeah. or coaching or anything. And obviously, the other kind of like they've never been. They've been the next most popular team, but haven't really been involved for a long time. The Knicks, they've been oh, at nothing for so long. Carcass, just toxic team. Like they're the worst. Yeah, there's the talk of because they have fired their coach after last season. They've had something in, in the last 15 years, like 11 coaches or something like yeah. that. Like, uh, so and they even brought in Phil the, Jackson, who was going to bring stability to the force. Yeah, the, so the organization's <laughs> toxic. Yeah. Uh, so the talk is kind of, you hear on a lot of sports talk now, who's going to be the new coach? But more in the, from the uh, who's gonna perspective say no. of who wants this job? Yeah. Like, no it's one. like the England national job. It's like, it's yeah, the yeah. cream of the crop for, for English. But do you really want it? Yeah. yeah. And they have, like, they, there's no promise from them or anything. But then again, I'm sure somebody's going... But I could be the one. Yeah, there is. I, I'm but sure there's still because if you're the guy who brings the Knicks back, yeah. you're God. But yeah. is that not the thing with an awful lot of the New York teams, like across the board? Like if you look at it with the NFL as well, yeah. like they are unforgiving as fans. Oh if yeah, you, if you get it right, you will be yeah. heralded as the second forever. Coming. But if you're not getting things right in the first six or eight weeks, you're out of there. Yeah. Like you don't. There, New York would be one of those cities. There's a couple of them that. The fans and the media are going to do you no favors. They'll, oh, if yeah. you're not If you're not fit for that, you have to be, one, a great coach and win, hopefully. But also, you need to be, in marketing nearly, you need to be a PR machine yourself to, to just handle the media yeah. and all that. Because they will just destroy you. Uh, Philadelphia would be a bit like that, too, where they just... Would, throw you in the trash day one. <laughs> sure, even the fans, when they go out onto the, uh, onto the court and they go to do the... To kind of shot from the halfway line for a million dollars yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They don't even like be booing the f- you have to get it or else. Yeah. Like they'll nail you. <laughs> yeah. Even though, even a fan who's and you can quite tell quite easy, he's never gonna make this. Yeah. They still don't go easy on him and give him a nice little gesture. Ah, you gave it a go, well done. So, no, yeah. you get you get nailed. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they're ruthless. So the runners and riders for you. 
Houston. Houston. Who I think going on And who's going to make it on the other side? Um, probably Cleveland. The East yeah. is a bit weak. Maybe Toronto, but uh, but they're not really playoff proven. They're a very, very good team. They're the number one seed coming from the East. But I believe it when I see it kind of thing. And who to win overall? Houston, I'd say. Probably. Houston. Houston. Speaking of which, Houston. LeBron, did he... He's not the all-time leading point scorer now, is he? he no, I know he got some record he recently. someone now. Was, I presume Jordan's still... I don't know. Or is it even Jordan? Will Chamberlain, I think, is all time because it's a different game now. Yeah. Uh, LeBron is. Uh, we can as find much out. As he's always we, be a rival. We, we, we have to be able to get Google. We'll find out in the, uh, during the break. But yeah. go on. As much as he would be a rival of teams I've you know that I'd support, I do really like LeBron. And he's an incredibly unselfish player. Yeah. So he, I don't think he'll end up ever being you know even if he plays for another eight years, being maybe all time points guy because he he'd pass a lot of assists. He kind of. Um, acts as a point guard he basically plays every position and does yeah. what's needed to win at any given time so it's not all about stats or, or scoring with him or anything so so there you have a Houston you and who did we say for the hockey uh, who did I say Nashville Pittsburgh. oh yeah Nashville but, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah, not Nashville. Nashville not Nashville yeah but deep down yeah, deep yeah, down yeah. he's really deep saying Nashville. Nashville so there you go loaded on yeah. <laughs> as, as our American expert uh, Nick said listen coming up after the break obviously with everything that's going on since Friday evening or Friday morning into Saturday morning uh, we're going to talk a kind of political charge, politically charged sports over the years coming up after this You know, that's the Formula One song over here, no? I've heard it on yeah, yeah, BBC, yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, Lewis Hamilton is struggling, which makes me happy. I know, yeah. <laughs> Viva well, my Vettel. car's not fast enough. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to say it. But uh, yeah, Vettel's, uh, I think he was on pole again this morning. It's probably uh, on already. I think they're in China, so it could be on as we speak. I'm not sure. Is it China this week? Uh, I think so. He's, they're out in Asia anyway. Um, yeah, okay. Vettel's on the first two and he's pole again, so. It was the boy last week, was it? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm saying yes, but yeah, you, 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 yeah I should know. But anyway, listen. Uh, politically charged sports because with the World Cup coming up in Russia, here here we are on Big Kickoff ninety six point four, going political, going highbrow. Mm-hmm. Obviously, being in Russia, there's going to be some fun. England could end up playing, and obviously with the UK and bombing Syria and Russia, are kind of buddies there up with them. Be- if you check the news the hour we've been in here it might be World War 3 could have kicked off already we don't know who knows it hasn't quite hit Luke in yet but <laughs> hopefully we could be safe till we get but listen you never know they could be ever there's a park bench covered in poison out there somewhere some spy could be living here and we don't know yeah, you, you saw how close we're pushing it when the snow kicks in <laughs> 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 this place will lose its mind so obviously there's going to be some partnerships and matchups over the next while and immediately I obviously thought about yesterday when I was thinking about this was the US Iran game in 98 in the World Cup and I was the whole host first time in Asia and it was fantastic for Iran because they got the victory they were able to bang the drum for years and months on end uh, where we, we, we socked it to the big guy obviously I think we should start with it because it's, it's got the most legs and it's very interesting but there's obviously been many matchups over the Cold War years between the US and the Soviet Union as it was in the day we're not going to do the miracle on the nice one because we've, we've been there far yeah. too many times but it was the 1972 Olympics yeah the Munich Games 
So it was the U.S. playing the Soviet Union, the USSR, in the final, in the basketball final. Yeah. Um, the U.S. up to that point kind of invented the sport. In Olympic play, going back to the 1930s, had never lost. Never lost that. Seven straight gold medals or eight or whatever it would have been. Yeah. And always win. So we go into this game against the Soviets heavily favored. Yeah. Uh, what, this wasn't of, the was this the gold medal game? Yeah, it was the gold yeah. medal game. Yeah. So as kind of a backstory, I'm, I don't need to go into the Cold War, but we obviously know the the rivalry. Yeah. It was the Munich games. Only three or four days before was the Munich. Uh, of course, yeah, the, the massacre with the, the, the Israeli team, yeah. the Israeli team, and all that. So the whole I could only I'm projecting, I guess, but the atmosphere there had to be a bit tense. Absolutely. I can imagine. Yeah. So you go into this game, uh, and the Soviets were up for most of the game. Actually, like shockingly, mm-hmm. they, they were doing really, really well. So it comes down to about three or four seconds left in the game. Yeah. The U.S. is now only down by one point. Yeah. So we've kind of made a huge comeback. It's coming right down to the wire. Uh, Doug Collins of the U.S., who then went on to coach the Bulls a little bit later, uh, but was a young college kid playing. Yeah, it's, yeah. All, it's all amateurs in Olympic yeah, basketball. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, steals the ball, runs down the court, gets fouled hard. So he, goes to the, he gets two free throw shots, goes to the line, makes the first shot. So now it's a tie game. Yeah. Goes to take the second shot, and like strangely, for kind of we don't really know why, the uh, the horn goes off in the stadium as he's kind of doing his motion. Yeah. Now, should the clock be moving at all when they're taking no, no, the free no, throws? No, no, when they're taking free throws, okay. it's totally stopped. So the uh, the ref kind of goes over the scoring table. What's the story here? All the while. Now, did he make the free throw? He made the free throw. So, they, but, but in theory, they might have won by a point. Yeah. So it, at that point, and it does, on the score on the scorecard, it's fifty-one fifty. Yeah. The U.S. But there's this mass confusion of what, what's going on, blah, blah. There should uh, be three seconds left on the clock. Yeah. So there were three seconds. There were still three yeah. seconds and the clock stops there. The, um, the ref kind of walks away. So at first there's a confusion of is this shot count or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. The Soviets are screaming, yelling that they took, <laughs> they've called for a timeout before the free throws. Yeah. Uh, either they messed it up or the te- they had, at the time they had, I can only imagine how ancient it would have looked, but like a little hand yeah, yeah, control yeah, buzzer yeah. thing. They're saying they pressed it. It didn't go off. So there's this mass confusion. Uh, under the rules of the game at the time, after a free throw, uh, there's not – you don't get to, like, start a uh, – drop a play or meet with the mm. coach or anything like that. You need to inbound the ball immediately. Yeah. So the Soviets do that knowing – like, even though the ref isn't even watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Soviets inbound the ball, start running down. There's one second left. Then the, the ref blows the whistle or sounds the horn and goes, right, okay, bring it back. We need to figure out what's going on here. Uh, there's mass confusion about it. Strangely enough, in the crowd was a, a FIBA, which is like the FIFA for yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like uh, official, who he comes down and interjects himself. Yeah. He was a British guy. Oh, no, no, I'll help you out with this, blah, blah, blah. Put three seconds back on the clock, let him inbound the ball again. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. is kind of going nuts, kind of protesting. Cause yeah, again, of course. The Soviet now, this were, is way back, just to paint the picture yeah. a bit more, this is way back where... A lot of them would have this. I mean, pandemonium. I've seen a bit of clips and documentary. There's a couple of hundred people potentially on the court at different times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's people everywhere in a whoever it may be. Whoever had to make the decision, you could picture an explosion going off in their brain. It was crazy. Everyone is on you. And it's the US and the Soviets. This is massive. And people in the background, the politicians in the Soviet <laughs> Union would have been going bananas for this. So it was all sorts of going on. But at this stage, he got them to reset the three, so- yeah, three, so they, three so seconds. Yeah, so right. We're going to reset the clock to three seconds. You get to do another inbound play, uh, which is questionable anyway, because now in the meantime, with all the confusion, they got to meet with their coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got to drop a play that they shouldn't have been able to. Yeah. They swapped a player in illegally when there shouldn't have been yeah. a swap or anything like that. 
So they, you can see I'm probably a bit biased. On that. <laughs> you can see where this the is going. of events here. Um, so they get a second inbounds play. But kind of with all the confusion going on, the scorer hasn't reset the clock to three seconds yet. He, okay. And they inbound the ball. And they throw it down the court. They go for like a miracle shot. Yeah. It bounces off the backboard and misses. Yeah. Then the so the Americans charge yeah, the field. The, they the, think happy days. Yeah, yeah. Gold medal. Char- charge the court. They're all yeah. jumping up and down. Yelling. Then the refs getting on a. So you can imagine it's fever pitch no, here. No, 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 no. We didn't have the clock reset. Bring it back again. <laughs> Seriously. You get another three seconds for a third time. And what happened this time? They made it. They went. A Hail Mary from behind the thing. Hail Mary, the, yeah. the big guy. I can still see him. He caught it yeah. and just a little tiny layup. Tapped it in. No then they way. storm around thinking yeah, they've won the medal. He won Soviets win. Uh, it's just carnage. Absolute carnage. Like so, still so much confusion going on. No, like, am I right in saying did America come out for the medal? <clears throat> no. So they didn't. Uh, they immediately protested to the Olympics. Like this is garbage. Yeah, Olympics. yeah. They lost the. Vo- it went down to a vote of is does this result hold up? They, we lost three to two. The three officials. If you want to get tin foil hat, Let three me, officials. Can I guess where they're from? Eastern Bloc country. I was just going to say maybe Yugoslavia. <laughs> so maybe. Maybe, maybe not. You'd like to think they're impartial, but it's, it seems to come down to, uh, you know, political lines. But yeah, there's little clips everywhere. T- yeah. Definitely watch one. I know Sky Sports did one. That's how it tweaked my interest. And I, I, I texted uh, Nick yesterday to look into it a little bit. A crazy but it's about a 10 minute short film that's on it. And it's fantastic to yeah. watch because they have all the college guys. It's mostly from the Americans perspective. Boys or not boys, it doesn't really matter. But it's just fascinating to watch because you just don't see that type of stuff anymore. That kind of confusion, like when yeah. Green Pole gave the guy three yellow cards and eventually it's stuff like that yeah, it but a madness. million percent more it's and just we, yeah, so the US didn't bonkers. show up for the medal ceremony they didn't accept their silver medals yeah. and to this day have never accepted them yeah. and one of the guys imagine you be, got your hands on one of them it has to be a unanimous decision by the team right one of the guys who is still alive but put in his will don't ever accept that medal so like even his wife couldn't <laughs> like that, like that. Uh, now I will I, it's probably I need to do my due diligence and say that, in fairness, if the Soviets really did try to make that timeout, they they were kind of screwed on it. So there's an argument to be made that, that maybe it's not this yeah. disaster that uh, I You're, would like so to So Cold War, t- can we just yeah. say that Nick is far too nice a guy? <laughs> because if I was doing my due diligence, well, I'd be saying, to be hang down. on, <laughs> I've seen Icarus. That means yeah. any time I've ever been beaten by a Russian, I'm moving up a slot now. Because yeah. they, right. they were all Deep down, up. we know what the dirty guys do. <laughs> so if, if, if any... If, <laughs> any US Soviet <laughs> Union was going to cause a war that could have been it but it didn't but Honduras and El Salvador did back in 1969 in a World Cup qualifier um, basically there was tension uh, the Salvadorians kind of went across to Honduras immigrants to work and taking our jobs blah 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 you can see where this is going but uh, it caused a four day war between the two afterwards now no major reports about the game but that's how much the tensions were rife that obviously did because of the traveling groups and this, that, and the other, and it, it created a, the hundred, uh, the hundred-hour war, as it became famous of. Um, obviously, a quick nod to obviously um, the US and Iran, but the big one for probably that we'd remember back in '86 was obviously England and Argentina. Oh, absolutely, not long after the Falklands War, yeah. and there's the famous camera angle where they're showing the two teams lined up for the anthems and you can just see Maradona looking like that with complete disdain looking down towards England like yeah you can imagine what they what they say in Spanish but he was like I'm ready for this and Falklands War had only been what four years before that even Maradona came out after it 
Oh um, yeah, I was saying no. He said, "I know we tried to play it down beforehand, but he goes, look it meant everything to them." He said, "We knew a lot of Ar- Argentinian boys, as he put it, had been had been killed over there and shot like birds." Yeah. Um, so he goes, "This was revenge," and he were like, "Going, oh okay." And they were up for it, and mm. two incredibly famous incidents: one, yeah. the hand of God, and then two, the the solo goal from the halfway line. There, there had been previous as well. Yeah. From the 66 World Cup. Oh, the 66 the World Cup. Latin got sent off and spent about 10 minutes yeah. trying to get him off the pitch. Yeah. There was yeah. A, basically one of the dirtiest games of football you've ever yeah. seen in your life. Apart Just from the Battle of Santiago. Yeah, but, it, but anyway. wasn't that far off it. <laughs> um, to the point where at the end when Ratten went off, the Argentinian captain got sent off for just persistent fouling and just lifting yeah. fellas trying to break legs. He goes off and wipes his boots on... The red carpet yeah. that was used for the the, the, royal, queen, yeah, the, royal, the yeah. family coming out. Um, <laughs> wipes his feet on the camera. Alf Ramsey then, who was the English manager at the time, comes down and basically calls all Argentinians animals. Yeah, yeah. So that sparks that off. You're like going, oh, so right, to get yeah, along. It's wonderful. Yeah. But yeah, it, they, that, that was a massive one for us. And it, check it out on, on the internet. It's the brilliant pic. Just the look of Maradona's face when he's looking down towards yeah. them. And he's not even looking at their face. He's just looking down and they say, yeah, just you wait. But of it, course, it, we've seen his brilliance. It's so weird when you go through them like you always think the ones that you're involved in are yeah. the only kind of politically driven like we always yeah, yeah, have the yeah. all, Ireland England ones and all that kind of stuff yeah. if you go to Germany Holland games oh yeah absolutely famous crazy. Rudy Voller and, and uh, Rude Holland with the uh, spit. Frank Reichardt oh, Frank yeah, Reichardt was the just most accurate spit I've ever seen in my yeah. life right into the ear hole it was just phenomenal but there was always the big thing like the, the Dutch fans would be sh- screaming at him give us our bikes back <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I remember being over in Holland chatting to people going why, why are you shouting give us their bikes back yeah and apparently what had happened was during the war not that you know people still hold grudges you know 60, 70 years later but they'd um, during the war the bicycles from Holland were being seized by the German troops shipped back to Germany and melted down to make ammunitions <laughs> Because they needed the metals. Yeah, so, they a bit of tension, wouldn't they? Yeah. So the, 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 and in Holland, they're famous for the bikes. Yeah, they so like their bikes. Give us our bikes. Oh, bike. they like their bikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Table tennis. Who would have known? It, it was the fiercest sport on earth. Excuse me. That, that, you're jumping the gun here. <laughs> Made famous by Forrest Gump. True to life story. Uh, but yeah, this basically in 1971, uh, the World Table Tennis Championships were on in Japan and... China invited America over for a kind of a, an exhibition game and to thaw Sino-American relations. And President uh, Richard Nixon's rapprochement with China, I'm telling you, very high about today. It all began when they invited them over anyway. And a long story short, it, the headline was the ping heard around the world. On April 10, 1971, the team and a company in journalists became the first US sports delegation to enter and break the information blockade since 1949. And they were defeated by their hosts, but from that, the U.S. government announced that it would lift its 20-year embargo on trade with China. So it goes to show you, it can break bridges out sport. And as we said, uh, obviously, the, the, the superstar of that uh, event was obviously Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Check it out. Like before or after he got his medal from, uh, from Nixon, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how many, like, the other thing to look at is how many sports stars now have pushed themselves forward into the political arena? Like uh, Klitschko was, was obviously waffling Klitschko away there the other Georgie day. Georgie Weah. Georgie Weah is the president. Jesus. Uh, Manny Pacquiao. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like to that Colin Kaepernick in the States and all that. Yeah. Like yeah. I uh, wouldn't be surprised on. if you see him and the, the, the Republic. Well, obviously, probably not the Republic, but the Democrats might even kind of put him in somewhere you wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. 
But I'm going to finish on this one because it, it's a, it's a, when we go to the ads and the song, I'm going to come back and try and we'll try and find out what this actually is. Bandy. Anyone know? Apart from Jesus, have a bandy leg. There's a sport called bandy. Okay. Anyone know? Yeah, no. dead air if we go to talk about this. So I'm going to keep this very short and sweet so we can try and find out what this is. But they had a political charge there, shenanigans as well. Norway declined to take part in the 1957 Bandy World Championships, which only had three people, by the way, or three, three nations, because the Soviet Union was invited due to the Soviet invasion of Hungary the year before. The country made a similar protest for the 1969 Bandy World Championships because of the Warsaw Pact invasion of Czechoslovakia that year, handing over the hosting of the 1969 event to Sweden. I'm getting a kind of a winter vibe off this one, mm. but we'll find out and then Ukraine declined to take part in the 2015 Bandy World Championships hosted by Russia uh, this isn't he, one of these wife carrying competitions <laughs> you know that did you ever see that and hold on let me finish okay. this because of the Russian annexation of Crimea the year before since Ukraine still considers Crimea as part of its territory so we're going to go to a break we're going to go to song we're going to get to the bottom of what this bloody bandy is and just how toxic and volatile this sport is so more to come with bandy after the break Cubs are going to win today. <laughs> Best song that's ever been written. <laughs> As we can say, it's a bit of an all-American day today, and we'll come to the baseball in just one second. Uh, basically, bandy. We, we're here to inform. So, it's a sport. Uh, bandy is a sport. I'm going to say the official one for a split second, then we can uh, move on. Bandy is a team winter sport played on ice in which stick skaters use sticks to direct the ball into the opposing team's goal. Based on the number of participating athletes, bandy is the world's second most popular winter sport after ice hockey. Bandy is also the number two winter sport and tickets sold per day of competitions at the sports world championship compared to other winter sports. So basically, looking at it, it's two halves of 45 and there are 11 players in each team and the bandy field is about the same size as a football pitch and it is played on ice like ice hockey but like field hockey players use bow sticks and a small ball and the equipment is a bandy ball no one likes one of them or a bandy stick (laughs) skates and protective gear so there you go it's huge hockey very large hockey Um, you never know watch this space people it could be the new sport of choice but bandy is the way to go so there you have it anyway go Cubs go there from uh, the mighty Steve Goodman Uh, that takes you back a legend an absolute legend Yeah. Yeah, so they play that uh, at at Wrigley Field where the Cubs play after every win they play that so you get objectively it's a terrible song but it's there's a bit of nostalgia and cheesiness Listen, don't and knock like, it off and, all uh, sports songs are cheesy and terrible yeah. and all the you'd have 20,000 drunk fans yelling and screaming go Cubs go over it. so, so good memories we're going to try and stay impartial Nick for this yeah. one well for as Super long as we important. can and then yeah, eventually yeah. you're going to plumb no, for the, be, the Cubs and that's fine yeah how are they fixed for this year obviously they broke the course at, which we brought up I think yeah, on our very they, first episode it was they like, had a very slow start now granted yeah. the season's only been going on two weeks two weeks but they still would have probably played about 15 games probably it's been yeah, 12 or 13. Oh, there you go. Because yeah, in baseball, yeah. they pretty much play every yeah, day. It's like six days a week. Kind of. You might get How many games in the season? 162. Over, over start, of April, start to of April to September. Uh, the playoffs start in October. So, so if you yeah. do the maths, you don't have to be exact. Yeah. How many days off in that six months did they play? 
Right, yeah, you're talking 160. And yeah, sometimes might, they might play twice, depending on if a game is yeah, cancelled for rain. They might make it up. So I, you, you get about a day off a week, so however many weeks, I don't know, math guy. So know. very little. Yeah, you so you're pretty much playing almost 20-odd yeah, yeah. days out of 30 every month. Yeah. So it's tough, tough old slog. Would and be. a lot of these guys will play every game, apart from the pitcher, who is, what, once every five? Five days, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's literally just destroying a shoulder. just... The human body's probably not meant to yeah. throw something 100 miles an hour. Because the average game, they'll, they'll throw about 90 pitches, give or take 90 yeah, to 100. If, you, if you're doing really well and you stick in long enough, yeah. uh, 90, 100 pitches, something like yeah. that. So you can imagine, like, high speed, and so you, you watch any of the yeah. movies, even with baseball, and the, the pitcher has the I ice in the shoulder. In hot tub afterwards. There's yeah. a bloody good reason for it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're trying to throw 90 mile an hour fastballs pretty much every time. So the runners and riders can I just mention the other day because I only seen the headline and I'm sure you probably noticed it but it was a big massive brawl between the, the Yankees and the Red Sox Red, yeah. Red, the rivalry's back the Rankies Rankies <laughs> the Rankies Yankees and Red Sox obviously not on the same level but you know think you're stereotypical rivals the Yankees and Red Sox are one of probably the biggest rivalry in American okay. sports yeah I'd say probably you know, so that's, there, that's there is plenty, United but it's Liverpool huge. kind of thing yeah, yeah but that's, it is that's huge. the big old one yeah so they both teams are doing well now for the right. first time in a, a good good number of years yeah uh, and what happened in that game exactly? It was like uh, I'm not sure. I just seen the headline. So there was some kind of disrespect was was thrown, yeah. probably, which happens all the time. So then in baseball, there'd be this old tradition. They probably should do away with it. But like the manager would go to the pitcher, right next pitch, plunk hit the guy, him. just hit him. Yeah. Now, not don't throw at his head, but just send a message. Yeah. Hit him in the backside or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they do that, and, and then what happens? Doing, miss. He misses the guy, and then there's kind of the, the umps are looking He starts around, walking towards him, kind of. Going, there's a bit of jawing off going, but he goes back to bat, throws a normal pitch, then plunks him after that again. So then all the benches clear, and it's just <laughs> basically like, like fighting, all the benches clear, yeah, he fights, charges, and guys rejected, and there's a big man. Part of me goes, there's no part that has no place in sports, but the other part goes, that's really exciting to watch. I really kind of you, like you don't You don't want all sports to go completely punches. health and safety, do you? You want yeah. to see a bit. And I'm sure back in the day, it would have been full force, fist, and the whole oh, lot, but I'm sure yeah. it's a lot of. I'm doing yeah. this for the sake of it, but it's still standing. Amazing. You want to see it, like you know. You I mean, it, it, I'd say a lot of it's pushing and shoving and wrestling nowadays, it's but not, still, like, there's very few actual connected punches happening. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Good, that's that's good. that's kind of the, the the go-to for all modern sports now. You know what I mean? There's just so many cameras now. You kind of, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You're you're getting. You don't want to be that guy who's proper plumped somebody in the face, and you could be pushed like people. Yeah. Oh, he's got to so go. It's just an awful lot of collar grabbing. Yeah, that kind yeah. of that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Always fun to watch. So your beloved Cubbies, how are they fixed for this season? Should be good on paper. Should yeah, be good as I said. They've had a now it's a little start. bit tougher to make the playoffs. It's it, it, now they've expanded a little bit, but it used yeah. to be only just four teams made it from each conference. Yeah, yeah it used to be. Now then it was in the nineties they expanded it to um, to eight, and then now there's. It's gone again. Well, that was in the nineties, mm. early nineties. They did that, so it was eight, eight teams, and now it's ten. Right. Okay. Uh, but the the now when you say ten, ten in total. No, ten per side. Ten per side now. Yeah. Or no, sorry, wait. Now you got me. Yeah. Now you got me all confused. Yeah, because yeah, used to be the brackets of the. It used to be the three division winners, yeah. and then no, the, sorry, ten total, ten total, ten total. Yeah. So ten out of what? Thirty, thirty-two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's still and a bit more. Ninth exclusive. and tenth uh, play a one-game playoff to get yes. in. So that's so that's kind of you're in, but you're not totally in in yeah. the same way everyone else is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's very difficult to get in. Because uh, it, it, it and even still to this day, I suppose it is a little bit. But you have to kind of win your division, and there's three divisions in each conference. And there's five in each division, give or take. Yeah, yeah. And you basically like, have to win it in order to make it into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, so and then it's the stereotypical best of seven, as usual. First apart round, from first round is best of five, and then that's the, last, the wild card uh, ones, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. The quarterfinals best of five, the semi, and the finals is best of seven. seven. Then yeah. And uh, yeah, on paper, Cubs looking good. We'll see. Uh, there's plenty of other good teams, so it's no easy path, as we kind of said. Um, 
The Dodgers are really good. Yeah. Uh, the New York Yankees, as I said. Who's gotten involved in the Dodgers recently? Is there some big name that's gotten involved in the Dodgers? Magic Johnson was for a yeah. number of years, but I think he's... And is the guy from Moneyball still involved with the Oakland A's? Oh, yeah, he is. That manager's still is there. Is it Bean? Yeah, Billy Jim, Bean, yeah. Billy Bean. Billy Bean, yeah. And... Is, are they still kind of the, the same type of team where they're punching above their weight and uh, yeah, I mean, no, they've kind been, of they've using been pretty the system the last few years but yeah every every few years they kind of make a decent run of it most of the time and it is the same because yeah. it's a great movie if anyone hasn't watched it it's, there's some great moments in it but not only that it's all pretty much it's, true they still don't have any money because it's, it's Oakland and it's yeah. a very small club but the problem nothing's changed for just Billy Bean or the team, but other people else are using is like the Cubs. Well, the famous the ball, the um, Boston Red obviously Sox. Epstein's yeah, in, yeah. but the famous Red Sox took it in and they took yeah. on that system, which looks like it works. But they took it on with money. Yeah, yeah. And so obviously, different, I think yeah. they offered him like there's a f- bit in the film where it's the guy who's playing John Henry, who obviously owns, who's one of the owners of Liverpool. He offers him, I think, it's around fifteen million dollar a year contract or whatever to come and yeah. basically because he loves all that kind of stuff. He didn't. They took on the system anyway, and they broke their course of the Bambino yeah, within and a couple then of years. Epstein yeah. was the GM, and he moved to Chicago. Moved to Chicago, and he broke their curse. So he's and that guy's untouchable. Two cities, he never buys a beer the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes to show you that kind of system works. It's just yeah. unfortunately everyone else is adopting yeah, it now, and, and, that, and they got he has to hope to get lucky. Yeah, yeah. So he's still there. Still, still. Yeah, it's a great move. I, I still love that moment where they're kind of all around. All the scouts are around the table and trying to figure out who's the who to get and who not to get. And they some pitchers. And they, oh, no, we're not getting him. Why? Have you seen his new girlfriend? She's terrible. He's got to be low on confidence. And I just thought <laughs> one of the funniest lines ever. Yeah. I'm like, sure that happens. It's, it's a lot about. Yeah. And I'm sure there's baseball kind of, yeah. guys in the background giving them kind of information. Yeah. And surely, listen, I've heard this before. Put it in. And it's brilliant. So we have to wrap it up now shortly. So try not to say the Cubs. Yeah. Who are... There's no point in saying who's going to win it because it's only just started and everything goes out the window. But who are the kind of stereotypical guys that are being tipped for it this year? Houston won it last year. Yeah. They pretty much have their whole team intact. They're really good. Uh, The Yankees, as I said. They're coming back. They're back with... So they got a a young guy, Aaron Judge, who hits 9,000 home runs. And they just signed a guy from the Marlins, Giancarlo Stanton, who also hits a million home runs. So they're back. Their old nickname was the Bronx the Bronx Bombers. Bronx Bombers, yeah. They're back to the Bronx Bombers. So uh, they, kind of the big home run hitters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got the big the big bats now. They're probably going to be 